the city of Green Bay will host the NFL Draft in 2025. It's Tuesday, May 23rd. This is Wisconsin Today. Good morning. I'm Alex Crow. Coming up, Evan Casey has an update on a fatal police shooting in Racine. And a professor from Green Bay is making a record-breaking run on the TV quiz show Jeopardy. Stay with us. Thank you to the donors who make Wisconsin Public Radio possible. There are more than 50,000 of you. Your generosity delivers essential news, thought-provoking conversations, and inspiring music to listeners all over Wisconsin and beyond. Your support makes a difference in people's lives every day. Thank you. Green Bay will host the 2025 NFL Draft. As Joe Schultz reports, it comes after a nearly decade-long effort. According to the Packers, the event will take place inside and around Lambeau Field and the Titletown District. The NFL made the announcement yesterday at the league's spring meeting. The Packers have been trying to land the event since 2014. Green Bay Mayor Eric Genrick says he's thrilled with the news. It's really a little bit difficult to put into words. I mean, the economic impact alone is going to be beyond anything we've ever seen to this point. Local tourism officials estimate the draft will generate $94 million in economic benefits. That includes impacts to the greater Green Bay area all the way down to Milwaukee. Details are still being finalized. Packers officials say the event will be accompanied by a free three-day football festival. Joe Schultz, Wisconsin Public Radio. A nonprofit organization operated by the Diocese of Superior is at the heart of a case now pending before the Wisconsin Supreme Court. As Anya Van Wagtendonk reports, at issue is how to define a religious organization. The High Court will determine whether the nonprofit Catholic Charities is first and foremost Catholic or a charity. A lower court found that the group is primarily secular in practice, regardless of religious motivation. But if it's found to be primarily a religious organization, that would make it exempt from paying into the state unemployment insurance program. Catholic Charities offers direct services to the poor, elderly, and people with disabilities. The group's attorneys argue that there is no separating that service work from religious teachings and Catholic doctrine. They also say that this is a First Amendment case, and it's not up to the state to determine what is and is not a religious obligation. Anya Van Wagtendonk, Wisconsin Public Radio. Racine police officers fatally shot a man early Monday morning following a traffic stop. Evan Casey has more on what led up to the incident. Racine Assistant Police Chief Alex Ramirez says officers pulled the man over following a domestic incident where shots were fired in Mount Pleasant. Police said the man fled from officers on foot to a nearby park. During a press conference, Ramirez said the man shot at police first. As officers approached the subject, the subject shot at officers. Officers exchanged gunfire with the subject. As a result, the subject was fatally wounded. Police haven't yet released the man's name or age. The Wisconsin Department of Justice is now leading the investigation. The officers involved are on administrative leave. Police have not released their names. Evan Casey, Wisconsin Public Radio. A bipartisan group of lawmakers recently introduced a package of bills aimed at addressing Wisconsin's affordable housing crisis. 
The legislation includes a variety of low to no interest state loans for workforce housing and repairs to older homes. The legislation comes as the Wisconsin Counties Association estimates the state needs 140,000 housing units by the end of the decade. Jerry DeShane is with the League of Wisconsin Municipalities. Nothing is the be-all and the end-all or the perfect answer, but these address some very specific challenges and allow housing to move forward that otherwise wouldn't have. Another bill aims to make it harder for residents to prevent housing developments that meet existing zoning regulations. The package has received support from real estate and building groups, as well as local government and public health associations. And finally, a professor from Green Bay is setting records on the TV quiz show Jeopardy. Ben Chan teaches philosophy at St. Norbert College and has won nine games so far. He first appeared on Jeopardy in April, but was absent from several episodes due to illness. He returned to the show last week to beat eight-game champion Hannah Wilson of Chicago. Last week, he broke the record for consecutive runaways, or games where it's impossible for the other contestants to catch up to his score in the final Jeopardy round. Here's host Mayim Bialik at the end of Friday's game. Ben Chan, let's go over to you. What did you come up with? What is the Appalachian Trail? We know that's correct. And how much are we adding to your score? $2,400 giving you a grand total of $14,800. Chan is known for his smiley disposition and for holding the signaling device unusually high and close to his chest. He'll play again in the episode airing tonight. And that'll do it. Thanks for joining us for Wisconsin Today. I'm your host, Alex Grove. Our producers are John Davis and Bridget Bowden. You can catch us wherever you get your podcasts every weekday morning. As always, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating and review. Have a great day. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.